0: Hello. How are you doing? That one was violent. Hi! (laughs) That was such an aggressive hi. Hi, I'm Paul.
1: I was going to do the theme song, but then I was like, no, I probably can't remember the theme song exactly, so I won't do that. The little, like...
0: Oh, yeah, no way. The
1: clunky, like, xylophone song that it plays. Yeah, I'm not going to do that.
0: (laughs) If you could make a xylophone sound right (laughs) now, that would actually be really impressive.
1: (laughs) I mean, I could do Pokemon sounds, okay, but, like, not the... Definitely not a xylophone.
0: We'll have to do, like, a special one day where we just, like, imitate Pokemon sounds.
1: It would be a special for sure. We are special. (laughs) Speaking of we are special, I'm Kayla. I'm Emma. This is we. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was like, are you gonna do it? No, it's just me. Okay. This is fine. This is we. This is we. This is pretty standard, though. Like, (laughs) honestly like all of the introductions that I've had it's like no matter what I do you're always caught off guard it's like hi I'm Kayla you're like has it started
0: it's because I'm so I cannot focus or I'm focused on the wrong thing like that one time that I was trying to microwave that cherry tart I won't forget it that's the that's the defining moment I didn't tell you about the cherry tart incident you you did
1: not tell me about the cherry tart or if you did I forgot
0: yeah so the defining moment that makes me think that I have ADHD like I've considered it, and, you know, Kenny has sent me, like, relatable TikToks and stuff like that of thinking that I have it, but the the time that, like, got me that was like, okay, maybe you should go see a doctor.
1: <laughs> maybe you should get some Adderall.
0: Was because I had made some cherry tarts. I had baked them, you know, made my little pastry, and I needed to microwave them because they had been cooling off in the fridge, and I was like, oh, well, I would like to warm one up. You know, it's been hours now. Right. And... I did not know that our microwave had a time cook button, apparently they all do, so I always just hit 30 seconds or one of the minute buttons and just watch. I needed it to microwave for 15 seconds, but I only had a 30 seconds button, so I was pushing the 30 seconds button and watching, and not one tart, not two tarts, but three tarts I burned because I got distracted within 30 seconds, and I could not focus and watch the microwave.
1: That's pretty bad.
0: So that is Rip what made cherry me think tarts. I have ADHD. Rip, I, yeah. There was like six of them, and can you home? It was like, where are they all at? And there was only like two left. There I would have been I was like, like, I didn't eat them. I swear.
1: I, I would have said I ate them all. <laughs> it was less embarrassing to say you sat and ate three of those delicious cherry tarts. That would have
0: been less embarrassing. to say That I had like gorged myself on it, and instead, it was I forgot to look at the microwave over and over and over again. And then he, but he did teach me about Time Cook, so that, that was helpful. So. Okay.
1: Obviously, we've had a few episodes. We did, like, a three-episode recording all at once. And um, we didn't have time to do necessarily, like, research and stuff like that and, like, actual corrections. So I actually have corrections that go back two episodes. Um, we're going back to Willie's Wonderland, to something I said. Oh, no. Wasn't anything, like, major that I can recall, but it was a mistake that I made, and it bothered me that I made it. Because it was so dumb. And I even referenced it later the correct way. And it was like, why did I say that? But, so there were eight animatronics. And we said Siren Sarah, Sarah was the only humanoid. We were completely wrong. Because there was also Nighty Night, Literally a knight. As human as a human can be.
0: Oh my goodness. And but I felt so dumb. you don't look at the character's, you know, face. They're in a...
1: Yeah, and I think that's what it was, too. Like, to to me, he was, like, a suit of armor, but he actually had, like, a beard, and he was a humanoid figure. He was a true human, whereas Siren Sarah is, like, a fairy.
0: Well, and it was also, it was intentionally, it looked different, like...
1: Yeah, a little bit off-human. Yeah. So, yeah. That,
0: That looked more like a bigger, clunky body, as opposed to hers was a head on a...
1: On an actual human on a
0: person, yeah,
1: and that's true too. She was like a bobblehead, so in the brain, like them on stage, he didn't register as they human two to me. different
0: categories because
1: he was big and clunky, and she was smooth and sleek and fast.
0: Ooh.
1: Excuse me. So all in all, there were eight animatronics. There were three reptile, three reptiles. <laughs> three reptile. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know where the heck that extra syllable came from, but I'm so glad you loved that. I- <laughs>
0: It tickled me just perfect. That was a good shock factor. Three reptiles.
1: Yep. Nice, goofy slapstick <laughs> humor for you, which is funny that we're... That's uh, what gets me. Yep. That's what we're talking about today once we get past these goose and gaffs from last week and the week before. But anyway, we had three reptiles, <laughs> We had um, one bird, two humanoids, and two actual mammals. So that was just a mistake <laughs> on my part. Made, made it sound like I didn't watch the movie, but, like, I totally did, and I actually really like it, but... Uh, And then the next points are all about nobody. Um, We were talking about the fight choreography in that movie. And this isn't really a goof or a gaff, but it is like an addition. Me and you absolutely loved the choreography and I highly recommend you go watch it. Beautiful movie, done very well. Um, I found out that he trained with Daniel Bernhardt before, like a year and a half before the movie started filming who worked on Matrix Reloaded and on, so like the Animatrix, the Matrix Revolutions, like he did all those. Uh, John Wick, the first one, Logan, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and of course Nobody.
0: Okay.
1: He trained with this guy for a year and a half before he went and worked with Greg Rementer. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly or Rementer or Rementer. We'll find out in
0: two weeks. I know, right?
1: This Greg guy. Um, He has also worked with Daniel Bernhardt before, and I guess he just didn't know that this guy was training with his buddy. But um, he was dubious about working with Bob Odenkirk because he's like, he's not exactly a young, spry guy. You know, like, is he going to be up to this task? Like, it's not that he wasn't willing to work with him from what I was reading. It was just a matter of he was worried about his condition. And then he was like, oh, he's been working with Daniel for a year and a half. I ain't worried now at all. Because he has also worked on stunts from Marvel movies ever since Logan and Captain America The Civil War. So that's, it's pretty recent, but like pretty much all those movies on, uh, he worked in Jurassic World, Terminator Genesis, and a few of the Fast and Furious films on the choreography. So he worked on all those films. Um, I do think he worked on a couple with Daniel Bernhardt. i want to say they worked on Catching Fire together and a couple others, but I can't remember exactly. Once again, don't quote me. I'm not here to be 100% correct all of the time. And if I'm not correct, I'm sure I'll find out later. Um, You shot for
0: a good 99, though. Yes,
1: I do. 1%, I can't think of the statistical term, but yeah, 1%, like margin. That's it. Um, Also, I was listening back, and for whatever reason, (laughs) the gun that Mr. Mansell, the dad, was using to shoot the guys in his room, I knew it wasn't a blunderbuss, but I could not think of the proper term for it. And you even said it in front of me. It's a sawed-off shotgun. And I kept calling it a blunderbuss, and that bothered me. So just oh, wanted I to throw that even out there.
0: Remembered that,
1: yeah, because I mean, you said you saw him with a shotgun, and it's like, okay, like why did I not process that it's a sawed-off because it was short, yeah, so it wasn't a full-length one. But you were still more correct than I was. It wasn't a blunderbuss because that's a boom. that's yeah, big gun, go boom. It was a it wasn't a muzzle loader. That's why it wasn't that type of gun. And then also, I mentioned I think that Bob Odenkirk was coming out of acting retirement. I don't remember where I got that, and I feel stupid, once again, for not researching it. But uh, I thought Better Call Saul was done, so I think that's part of why I accepted it so readily. And I found out yesterday that he collapsed on set from a heart problem.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, he's okay. He's fine. I mean, as far as I know, he's, he's good. Uh, but he was on set filming Better Call Saul. When was this? I think he collapsed, maybe not yesterday, He. I think he collapsed two or three but days recently. ago. Yes, it was this week. Like, wow. this week, the week ending July 31st, <clears throat> he collapsed on set of Better Call Saul for whatever season they're filming. And that's when I was like, wait, I thought he was in retirement. I didn't know that they were still filming that show. I thought it was over. Yeah. Which it probably will be soon anyway, especially if he's not, I mean, the guy's 58 years old. Like, he's not young. But he's pretty, I mean, he's pretty healthy, I guess. I mean, he did nobody healthier than me you know what you're right he's healthier than me that's good enough so anyway that's my last goofs and gaffs that i had to cover it was the three for nobody and then the correction of nighty night was a human
0: and i have zero corrections for myself because i can't remember anything that i've ever done in the past it's
1: (laughs) the further you get the worse it gets i mean
0: just gotta accept it and just move on. It's like
1: I don't even remember my kid being born. I just have a child now that I don't know where it came from.
0: I do. Just look at her sometimes. And like, Holy shit! Like, where did you come from?
1: Let's get into did the movie.
0: <laughs> we're so good. Let's at that. start it. What is our time right now?
1: Oh, I mean, w- well, we had times where it was like we were just chatting so anyway before know. it started. We're like twenty five minutes.
0: Twenty five minutes, so we've not and we've and that doesn't even the include movie.
1: the that doesn't even include like the break in that we had. <laughs> The ghost break in because I deleted no, all that.
0: Do you remember when somebody broke into my mom's house whenever I lived?
1: I remember you telling me house. about it, yeah, and
0: nobody <laughs> believed me that somebody broke in, and I was like, I was here, like I seen them.
1: So for this week's episode, we decided to do guns akimbo. Guns akimbo. We were talking about Daniel Radcliffe in one of the previous episodes. I can't remember which one. I really don't, and I feel dumb, but it's been so long since we recorded. But it, we decided to do an entire series on Daniel Radcliffe movies that are not Harry Potter. So we have four selected. This is the first one that we're going to record. Obviously, in the next three weeks, we'll do the rest of them. But yeah, they're they were very interesting. I, I haven't watched the two that she picked, but the two that I picked, one of them I really, really liked. And one of them I really, really hated
0: and that's the one we're talking about
1: it is the one we're talking about today
0: but we have conflicting views today because while she really really hated this i really really loved it and so did my husband we both watched it together and we thought it was the best
1: the best thing since sliced bread
0: it was it was a great movie it was so it was so funny I don't know, I just, I really like this.
1: <laughs> it's the slapstick, like, that's just the style of humor, it's the ridiculous it, humor. It does. I don't like ridiculous humor, I like smart humor, or witty humor, or
0: I like, yeah. like, like, if it's in a conversation in a movie, like, I like when people are witty and, like, so yeah, and that's what I'm back. talking about,
1: like, as far as comedies, the genre <laughs> yeah. of comedy goes, like, it has to be a very specific like, type of humor for me to want to see it.
0: the best part, like, Vince Vaughn really describes, like, the funniest bit of humor just like people just like ranting about nothing just super funny
1: with Vince Vaughn I enjoy his humor even though it is a little bit more on the slapstick side it's a little bit on the ridiculous because He's his got to delivery logic his
0: way out of things with yes. ridiculous logic Yes
1: his delivery is perfect he is great at at just dropping these bombshells and like you said, logicking his way out of situations like, and it's
0: like his improv is just
1: like, so, and it's kind of like Anna Kendrick and like pitch perfect. A couples, lot of that stuff was see, improv. If
0: you haven't seen it already, you have to see couples retreat because that's, uh, a really, yeah, I have not couples retreat is really funny.
1: I would have to, I'd have to give it a shot cause I do like him a lot. Um, so this movie, it was filmed and I believe released in 2019. Um, But based on the release dates that I was seeing and actually the information I had, this is actually a New Zealand movie. Uh, It was filmed and done, uh, like, I don't know where it was done, but it was done for New Zealand, the UK, and Germany, of all things. Like, those three countries are the, the three release dates that you see when you look at the Wikipedia page. And they were released in, like, 2020 or something like that. Um But this movie, uh, it's listed as an action comedy thriller. 100% agree with that. I don't think there's any dispute on that genre. It is rated R, and it has a runtime of a mere 1 hour and 38 minutes. Uh, It was a 1 hour and 38 minutes that I wish I could get back.
0: (laughs) So harsh to this movie. It's like it did something to you personally.
1: I spent 1 hour and 38 minutes thinking... I really don't want to finish this movie, but I do want to give it a chance. And it does have redeeming qualities. Some, but not much. To you. To me. Yeah, to me. And once again, comedy is just not my thing. The top billed cast is Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, like I said, we're wanting to do like a special on him for the, for four weeks or whatever. We were planning to do it for a specific month, but time just didn't work out with vacations and stuff like that. Um, he... We were talking about this this meme that she actually posted on Facebook earlier where it was like Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood both played these like top-notch, like amazing, super famous fantasy characters that have changed their life and changed pop culture forever and then after that it's just such a huge flex for them to play these cult classic stupid just films weird
0: quirky just whatever they can get their hands whatever on they want to do like, yeah what the hell is this
1: and they're like i want to do this movie so what i'm rich i don't care i don't have to make money off this i'm just doing it for the kicks and giggles you know
0: and then to me something like this that's beautiful is born out of it an action comedy
1: it's your favorite genre combo. It
0: really is, and that's why I really loved it so much.
1: And I think that's part of it, too. I, if if you like the genre, I mean, that definitely affects how you view the movie. I don't like comedy, but... I don't like to laugh. I, I, I say that all the time. I don't like to laugh as I'm sitting here laughing. So, anyway, it's Daniel Radcliffe as our number one cast. Uh, Samara Weaving. I knew I recognized her, but I couldn't figure out why. She is the woman that was from uh, Hide and Seek. That movie that came out I a couple years ago.
0: That, love I love watched that, do movie. I recognize her from, like, the trailers now. Mm-hmm. I, do, I do recognize as her. As soon as
1: I saw her face, I was like, that's who that is and when I saw her name. Uh, she did a really good job. Uh, the next person is the, like, the mobster guy or whatever that runs the schism group, which we'll get into. His name was Ned Dennehy. I don't recognize his name. I've seen him in other things, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. And then uh, the next build cast is Natasha Lou Bordizzo or Bordizzo. I don't know how to pronounce that. Once again, names, that's the one thing I don't research. Um, as I mentioned, it was dis- it was distributed and produced by a bunch of like New Zealand and British and, well, excuse me, UK. I don't want to say just British because there might have been other countries involved. The UK is more than one country. But it was New Zealand, UK, and German production companies and studios and stuff like that. And... I couldn't tell you a single one of them. They were all over the place, and there was easily 15 or 20 of them. So I was like, I'm not going to list this out this time. But from there, I think we're going to go into a brief synopsis of the movie, so y'all can get a feel for what we're about to get into.
0: Okay, so I stole the synopsis off of IMDb this time. It says, Miles, who is Daniel Radcliffe's character, is a video game developer who inadvertently becomes the next participant in a real-life deathmatch that streams online. While Miles soon excels at running away from everything that won't help him outlast Nyx, the top killer, or oh, the killer at the top of their game. That's what we're getting into. That's, and I mean, there's a lot of like little random plot twists and turns within the movie, but for the most, that's it's a pretty accurate synopsis. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's... He's running
0: for his life in this game that he did not sign up for.
1: That she did also not sign up
0: for. <clears throat> I said
1: that weird, but that's still not wrong.
0: She did also not sign up for this. <laughs>
1: yep but it's not wrong it's just a very bizarre order uh so we start out the movie I think we start out seeing Nyx like she wears these like silver vampire fangs that are actually really dope and I really liked the way they made her look and she and this one other like top player in this game are duking it out and like she straight up just like nukes this guy like she kills him game over for him and she continues on that's how the the movie is introduced
0: yeah, so Nix is in this competition. They're killing each other. Boom, boom, boom. She wins. Ooh, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Mahjong notification.
1: Hey, Mahjong, I, I dig that game.
0: It's my like date night game that we play on the phone that we lay in bed and like talk while we're playing Mahjong together. That's cool, actually. And then if we're not in bed, we're like playing Blockus together. <laughs> I don't know. That like sounds it. nice. Nope.
1: That sounds nice. Like, a good wind-down, and y'all are still... Yeah. Even with having a kid, y'all are we're, still we're keeping insane. your identity. Like, yeah, we we'll be,
0: like, watching, like, if we're, like, playing Mahjong, like, I'll make a couple matches, and he'll make a couple matches, and we'll have to, like, if one of us fucks up, the other one's having to, like... We're running out of room here. Yeah.
1: I like Mahjong a lot. I actually got into it for a really, really, like, like a D-list movie. Um, I'd never played it before, and it was called... It was an anonymous Rex, like the like the dinosaur council. It's about dinosaurs, obviously. Anonymous Rex. Dinosaurs have adapted to live in the modern day world, and they. Nice. It's actually it's a terrible movie overall, but I still like. I when I think back to it, I thought about how much I loved it as a kid. It was on Sci-Fi. If that tells you. It was like the Saturday night nine o'clock movie. Thank you. Loved it. I those are such bad movies, but I really appreciate them. And of course it's dinosaurs, so I love it. And it's it's like the dinosaur council, like the government of the dinosaurs pretty much they play mahjong all the time. Like that's what they do is they're cover. So, anyway, that's kind of the introduction into exactly what we're getting into. Um, I do think you see the name of the, like, the company or whatever. It's, like, called Schism or whatever, spelled funny. And that's all you know. Um, Just by watching it, if you've ever watched a movie like it before, which I do recommend this movie, it's a lot like Nerve in that it's, like, an online platform that has, like, a VPN and stuff like that. And people watch people get killed or hurt for kicks and giggles.
0: I have not heard of that, but now I'll have to watch it. Great movie.
1: It's a lot like this movie, but a lot less comedy.
0: Okay, um, I'll, I would give it a
1: chance. Yeah, and, and actually, it's kind of a direct knockoff. You put
0: stickers on my paper while
1: I was going. I did, because I stepped on a thing of stickers from your from your floor here. I was wondering, I was like, I was for like, sure we're not there. For sure. <laughs> well, that's how I felt when they were on my foot, too. <laughs> I was like, what's on my foot? And then I looked down, and there's, like, starfish on my feet. So, yeah, you have stickers on your notes now. You're welcome. So,
0: let's jump right into, because I don't remember where we were at, so...
1: It it was pretty much, we were just introducing the...
0: People compete, they kill each other, they're in this competition. That's all we know. That is all all we know. So, Daniel Radcliffe's character is Miles, the video game developer. And he likes to spend his spare time getting drunk and just being petty and being a troll on the internet. And he happened to piss off these people, these schism people... And they break into his house and screw guns onto his hands. Literally, like, through each of his knuckles. Into his competition to the death.
1: Yeah, like, each of his knuckles has a gigantic, like, two or three inch bolt through it. And his hands are screwed to these guns with 50 rounds each. So he has two guns, 100 rounds of ammo to defeat this next chick.
0: He definitely got the worst end of the deal there. She oh, I'm was already, it. like good at her job.
1: Well, and I think that was the point of it, too. Like, she... Yeah. At some point, I think after she kills the guy, like, you do see a brief moment of she wants out. Like, she's like, I'm done with this. This is ridiculous. I've been doing this for so long. And he's like, okay, one more enemy. And then he hooks up her against Miles in this versus battle. And um, he's like, yeah, you have to kill Nick, So he picks these two people against each other that both want out of the situations that they're in. So it's... And
0: she's very much hunting him, and he's very much fight or flight he is a flight he is fleeing. he is is (laughs) fleeing somebody help me
1: yep and he's in like a bathrobe and boxers and like slippers I think
0: yeah he's 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 in jammies he's not in he did change later on he did manage to change later on which was impressive good for him yeah to even be able to do that because I know that I have been left on my floor crying before because have you ever put on a pair of pants and then you put on your socks and shoes and then you realize you don't want to wear those pants, so you now have to change your pants, but you already got socks and shoes on. So you take your pants off, but you keep the shoes on, but then you go to put new pants on, and you can't get the pants, like, you can't and then shove the shoe through. Yeah. So you
1: have to, like, reverse peel it back on.
0: Yes. And then
1: get the shoe off anyway that you didn't want to take off in the first place, and you really figure out that it would have been much faster just to take the shoes off.
0: So what I mean to say is I would have shot myself. <laughs>
1: It only takes one round. I mean fifty rounds each hand, who cares? Boom, one.
0: I would I would have I just wouldn't have been able to do
1: it. Yeah, and it was like a it was like a recycled clothes bin as well. It was like one of those like drop like the clothes drop off points or whatever that you see around different cities.
0: Just truly impressive.
1: So yeah, that's a uh, definitely not a good start into the schism game. And I mean, like she said, like he's he's a troll. He's an internet troll. He trolls the trolls is how it's listed here, and that's as accurate as it can be.
0: I mean, if like you think he, about it, and like think about this as a real world setting. How alarming it would be just. For the consequences of your actions to really catch up with you on any internet comments you've said.
1: I mean, imagine all these like Facebook Karens and stuff like that, like what situations they'd get themselves in. I
0: instigate a lot of stuff, not like on Karen level, but I, I do instigate a lot of arguments when it comes to like, I, I've backed off of politics kind of publicly on like facebook i just just get you in
1: the deep holes
0: even it just there's no there's no winning people are going to be set in their ways they're not going to be uh receptive to new information sometimes and it's exhausting to try to constantly like hit certain points but then there's other things that like i will dead set like if i like see like a car seat or something i'm going to mention just (laughs) because someone may not have you know the education on something and i did not and somebody had reached out to me and told me and i did better and yeah. yeah Same concept. If I start arguments with people all the time about it, it. Just gets escalated. And imagine if one of them was just like, you know what? You didn't know that I run an underground
1: <laughs> an underground <laughs> My uh, car fighting seat. ring.
0: My car seat. Well, yeah. Now you're going to struggle to dress yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By uh, I don't even know what that would be with car seats, but like, nope. You're, you're having something screwed to your hands, and you can you're going to have baby dolls strap well, to your imagine, hands, like, and you cannot put these clothes on the, anymore.
0: The equivalent is like I feel like. The equivalent okay. You know how people get stuck in like swings on parks? I would wake <laughs> up and I would be stuck in a baby swing.
1: Yep. You got them big thighs too, so I you
0: would, would be, be stuck. absolutely stuck.
1: They'd be like, You're losing your toes to get out of this. Okay.
0: What happened next forgotten? I know that so, sounds like I was thinking.
1: So once okay, he gets so the gun strapped to ag- his hands.
0: They're pitted against screwed, each other. Screwed his hands. They're they're Coming into contact with each other a couple of times. It's pretty quick
1: too. He's, like I was yeah. expecting like a full movie of her chasing him and not quite getting him. No, no it's, it's like in ten she's minutes.
0: On the hunt. Within a couple of minutes, she's she at found his house. Yeah. So he's she's basically the place. running from person to person trying to find help. He contacts his ex girlfriend or trying to still be with her, whatever. He contacts I think he, he contacts his to work contact buddy, he the police, or whatever. He. Had. Yes. And then he ended yeah. up going to work. He he was like, "Hey, work buddy, I'm in a bind."
1: And he's, like, got his gun, his guns and his hands in his pockets. And he's like, dude, just take your hands out of your pockets. I need to see your hands. And, it was and he's like, I much,
0: can't. It was very much like a wanted, the movie wanted with Angelina Jolie and
1: um, James McAvoy. Yes. Is it? It's James McAvoy. Is it? It is. Is it? I'm going to find that out, but you continue. Is it? You continue.
0: I'll okay, blow your so mind in a second. I don't think it is. I'm working on it. I feel like it's somebody like wimpier than James McAvoy. You have to consider reason. he's
1: not a real big guy though. He's no. pretty. He's pretty scrawny.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, he's only
1: like five eight five nine, I think.
0: It had it had um, vibes from that to me. It was very much like he was fed up with his job and just like stuck with the just dealing with it and just yeah. He went in and he has now guns strapped to his hands. And he's trying to just like get a little bit of help as far as getting a tracker off of his phone how is it him
1: it's him 100%
0: someone should tell him that he was in that movie
1: <laughs> don't think I he don't forgot
0: think, I don't think he knows at all I sure didn't
1: get a lapse in judgment
0: I don't know why I was thinking it was the guy from Jeepers Creepers the one with Justin the belly button
1: tattoo Justin long Yeah. yes he in He's uh, Dodgeball with, movie. oh, maybe, I don't know.
0: Remind me later. Okay, we'll look it up later. If he's in some sort of action movie. But anyway, there's <clears throat> that same parallel as far as like, it's the, with the office job and just fed up and just like the, oh, I'm just done with this. Because then that's what he was doing. He was arguing with his boss.
1: Who was like not giving him credit for what he was doing and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, and he's sitting there just trying to leave the office because he just wanted help getting his tracker off his phone. And he's like, dude, you don't want to push me today. And he's like, you've not been here all morning. What do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. And, and he's he like, you know what? And he was
1: actually, he was starting to, and I understand why he would have to develop. This is one thing that I did appreciate is that in a, like a push comes to shove situation like that people are either going to fight or they're going to flee and the same thing comes with the survival instinct you're either going to die or you're going to do what you can to survive and with that it came came a level of confidence and a a level of i hate to say it this way but a level of fuck all with everything else like everything didn't matter because he was just trying to live and he he basically gave that to his boss yeah
0: he was running and then it was I've got to do something or I really am going to die.
1: And he's like, I don't give a crap about what you're saying. And then all of a sudden, bang, bang, mm. in comes Nix and he's dead. The boss is dead. And
0: it did make it seem like he had shot his boss. which
1: was Yeah. Nick, and he did too. He was like, what just happened? He and said, he oh, realized, God,
0: did it go off? Like what did we
1: do? Yeah. And his hands, like his ammo was no different, but Nix yeah. had come in and started firing Nix up the shot.
0: up to him.
1: Or the office. Sorry.
0: <clears throat> so later on, it ends up, he, he ends up talking with the police And he is trying to figure out how he can get out of the situation. They've arrested him um, later on down the road. They've arrested him, it was like later on in the day. And they're driving around using him because he's still got the chip on him. They're using him basically as bait for Nix. And that's when the big plot twist is dropped. That the cop who's been hunting Nix and trying to figure out about this underground ring that's been going on with these fighters, he was her dad. The person that... One of them was, yeah. Yeah, one of them, one of the cops was Nix's dad that was, I guess, trying to kind of pull her out of it or save her or whatever.
1: Honestly, like, when the guy first gets arrested and on, and when the ex-girlfriend goes to the cops, too, about it, like, they they go at separate occasions.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's like the one guy is kind of a fan of the Schism franchise. Like, he's kind of into it, but also he's like, you know, I'm a cop. Like, I get that this isn't supposed to be around anymore, but it's like, it is kind of entertaining when you think about it. Like, he he immediately has, like definitely corrupt a corrupt feel to me like something is wrong there and uh so they're in the car with daniel radcliffe's character and then the other cop the good one is trying to rescue his daughter who the owner of schism the guy that did it he his name is richter richter had a gang back in the day when his daughter was little and he had a wife the cop had a wife and kid uh, besides her there was another wife or there was a wife <laughs> <laughs> another, he was a uh, polygamist no there was a, his wife and another child i'm wanting to say maybe a son or another daughter doesn't it doesn't matter i think it was in his son and his wife didn't make it out of a car fire that richter has started because the cop busted his gang yeah so richter was getting back at him and he ended up Saving only Nix out of the car. And I don't remember her name exactly, and I don't think they ever reveal it. But she's the only one besides the cop that survives the, the burn, the, or the burning of the car. And um, now it's like Richter is using her to get back at him again, in a way. It's like yeah, really twisted how she, she got a, back.
0: Yeah, she doesn't, like, recognize that that's her dad or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, thinking, I'm pretty sure that just... She's just messed up. She's traumatized. Yeah,
1: he completely turned mm-hmm. her into a criminally insane person, like Richter did.
0: Yeah, and then you do not get the little reunion that you're kind of expecting because, boom,
1: corrupt he cop
0: blew Daddy's head off. Just yep. shot him in the face. He was like,
1: "Yeah, I work for Richter. Bang, bang, you're I- dead. Here you go, uh, Miles. You're you're going to meet up with Richter and talk to him personally." And he he figured out that um, that Richter or that Nix wanted out of Richter's game. So it was like... He, but how
0: did a corrupt cop get out of the way?
1: I think he escaped. Like, Daniel Radcliffe didn't kill him or something like that. Like, Miles didn't shoot him.
0: The drug deal.
1: That happened before he got arrested. And it really wasn't that important oh, yeah. of a plot hook because they were still... She was still chasing him at that point. And that's most of the movie is Nix finds him in this location he tries something whether it's to get help from someone or to instigate an event to get him and nix arrested to force help and nothing ever works until yeah. the drug deal goes down um, nix ends up killing everybody in the the drug deal and they arrest miles and that's that's how he ended up in the car with the cops i believe
0: so yada yada, yada. nix catches up to miles again and miles explains like hey that was your dad You need to try to get, you know, revenge on this guy who is now responsible directly for your past family's deaths, but now your last surviving family, your dad, now he's dead too.
1: Because of Richter.
0: Um, Yeah, so we both went out of this game, so let's just team up. So they do.
1: And he was like, you can kill me. Like, he was like, you can go ahead and kill me. But what's it going to do? You're still going to have to face down Richter, or you can use me to your advantage.
0: And they do. So they bust in together Guns ablaze. Pretty much, yeah. To he, Richter's establishment.
1: They had faked that Nyx won the game. They <laughs> faked that she killed him. He had a bulletproof vest on. And they basically sneak his quote-unquote corpse yes. into the, the facility where she drops him off. And she's like, here's his body. Let me out of the game. And
0: then... Which he still had no intention of letting her out. And she recognized. So she yep. ends so then up they, sacrificing herself down yeah. the line. So that he can get his chance to get out, because he's still trying. He's trying to rescue, his and he has someone to live time. for.
1: Yeah, he still has someone that he's trying to save.
0: And she didn't even want him. Do you blame her? Do you really want to <laughs> She <laughs> did not give a shit about him at all. No,
1: pretty much. It, it was, and that's one thing I discussed too. I mean, everybody in this movie dies like everybody that he gets everybody close to dies. everyone in the movie except well i mean not literally everyone that's not a literal figure but like all of your main characters all of your named characters they all die
0: oh yeah his friend that helped him from work i don't die um, did he he dies because later on he was like we're going to kill your girlfriend and they shot the person with a, a mask on in front of him, and he was like, oh, it was my girlfriend. And then he was like, no, Hadley. It was his It was his buddy that okay. they had shot instead of his girlfriend. They was like, it's going to be your girlfriend next I forgot if about you that. don't come back up here.
1: Well, I feel bad because now I didn't even notice that that person died, and yeah, he totally his, did.
0: His, his buddy died, and then um, the cop died, the good cop died, and then... Um, everybody at the drug deal bus confrontation situation died nix dies
1: all of the henchmen die
0: all of the henchmen richter die. dies richter dies, and then miles dies kind of kind of he dies at the end nope
1: Mm-mm. he doesn't he died. we'll get there so anyway it, did I miss? it comes down to this like like this final battle he only has like one round of ammo left, maybe two. And that's part of why Nick sacrificed herself is there was like six or seven guys in this room and she had the bomb vest on herself and she was like, go get him. And she knew he only had a couple rounds of ammo to kill Richter. And she knew he wasn't like gun savvy. So anyway, this guy goes up to like the roof of this building. Miles does. And Richter has his ex-girlfriend up there. And, um, He's, like, threatening her and stuff, and this is one thing that I actually, like I said, the re- I enjoyed the little bit of realism here in that even though he did have a lot of character growth in that one single day or two that he was, you know, fighting for survival, it's amazing what you'll do when you need to live and when, you're, when it's life and death, but he he didn't miraculously become, like, the best shot in the world at the end of it. And he takes, like, a shot or two at this Richter guy and completely misses him. Like, all of his ammo is gone. And he was like, ha-ha, that was your last shots. What are you going to do? So he ends up charging him and taking shots in the process. Like, he gets shot up, and he pushes Richter off. And, like, Richter's, like, begging for his life or something like that. And he pushes it. He lets go of him, and he lets him die. And then he turns around to his ex-girlfriend, and she was like, oh, my God. And she's, like, freaking out. And she's, like, super grateful, and then it's, like, all this, like, this dreamlike state, and then you yeah. find out that she was actually freaking out because he blacked out because of blood loss, and he was dying on the roof. And I thought
0: he just died. I thought that no. Was, what else happened? And that he, like, dying. and he was, like,
1: well, I didn't get the girl at the end of it, but... And at the end of the video, at the end of the movie, it's like he's looking through a comic book because she was like an artist, like an illustrator, and she wanted to write comics. And she actually wrote a story kind of dedicated to him and what he had done against Schism. And he is like, "Well, she ended up doing what she wanted to do. I didn't get the girl at the end of it, but now I'm doing everything I can to take down Schism." And he like puts his hands on the wheels of a car or something like that, like on the wheel of a car, and he's like going and driving around. Oops, I hit my mic. Going and driving around and finding all these Schism locations and trying to take them down.
0: And that's the end of the movie. 100%.
1: You thought he just died?
0: Did not see past the comic dedication.
1: He was alive. He was the one looking at it.
0: I I feel like I recognize that that scene happened, but in my brain, it was like a, he died. I did not see. But
1: she wrote a story just for him, for what he'd done. No, he lived and he dedicated his life for the rest of it fighting schism. So, very heroic, yeah, and like super realistic. Like, after that, she probably wouldn't want anything to do with him. And I mean, she'd already broken up with him anyway.
0: That's a traumatic thing. And like, that was lot traumatic of for romanticize her. people romanticized that, like, if you go through a traumatic experience, that it either makes you or breaks closer, you. And that it does not always happen that exactly. way. Exactly. Like, it's she watched two him ways. get shot a shit ton of times. Like, she probably has some PTSD just looking at his fucking face. Like, yeah. that's a bit much.
1: Yeah, and he almost died trying <laughs> to save her. And that, yeah. So he ended up not getting the girl, uh, but the the ending was decent, I'll give it that. The Like I said, it was a semi-realistic ending for a, a movie that was not realistic at all, and it was a straight knockoff of nerves. His hands, yeah,
0: because he had gotten the guns off of his hands. Yeah, and he still had scars
1: on his knuckles yes. from the screws, I forgot okay. about that, yes.
0: Okay. Because that's why do... I think you see
1: his hands at the end of it grab the wheel, because you see that the guns have been removed. I did
0: watch it really late at night.
1: And that one, I I also didn't like like it. I was just
0: ready to, like, maybe I was, like, falling asleep towards the end of it because I do remember that now.
1: Yeah, some of the details are fuzzy for both of us. That's why we have. It's been
0: a few weeks since I watched it. Wikipedia.
1: I know, me too. I watched it, like, a week and a half before you did. Or more. I mean, I was still working at my other job before I got this one.
0: The point is, to her, it was bad. To me, it was good.
1: Yeah, overall. Like,
0: action comedies that are, like, honey and gory then this is for you or bits of gory
1: yeah and I mean like for our like uh, the quality review general of the movie like not looking too deeply at anything the plot to me was garbage the the humor to me was garbage the The acting was was
0: great the humor (laughs) to me was spot on The
1: acting was fine. There was nothing wrong with the acting. Samara Weaving did great. Daniel Radcliffe did great. I mean, even Nova, like, I I don't really know her personally, like, as an actress. You just genuinely
0: didn't enjoy how the story was set
1: up. Yeah, and I think that really affected how I viewed things uh, overall, especially for as awkward of a movie as it was, like, the, the ridiculous humor that it falls into, Daniel Radcliffe did a good job. As good as someone could do for something like that, and clearly he enjoys making movies like this. And I will never fault someone for doing what they enjoy, as long as it's not you know hurting someone else. Unless you're an MMA fighter, that's different. You get paid for that. But yeah, good job. Um, I think. Do you have anything else to discuss as far as the quality of the movie or anything like that?
0: I don't think so. I think just. Um it was Visually, great. it was cool. It was it the was, action was it good. Was like it was like almost like a video game brought to life, but in a good way. I think that they did it in a way that was like uh, okay. So what was the movie? There was a I think it's called Game with Gerard Butler. Um, Gamer. Yeah, and he's he's like um, mm-hmm. it's in the I same, need to see that. It's the same situation. I did not like that. I it wasn't not, funny. It not not that it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't set up to be a comedy, but I did not like the style that they made it. It just like. It was a video game that, like, I would be pissed to sit through and, like, have to load. Like, it was just, like, not fun to be immersed into that style of video game for some reason. But this mm-hmm. one was because they added the comedy to me. Like, it made it more interesting and more well done, I think.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't even think if, there, if it wasn't meant to be funny, like, I still don't think I would have enjoyed it overall. I think it would have done better for me, but it would have done worse for you. Yeah. So it's just a complete different taste in this type of movie. It
0: did. It's just. And that is reflected in our our ratings. Completely different ways for us, but that's okay.
1: So I think last time I rated first. So we'll go with your rating first. What do you give it?
0: Um, I don't know if we previously discussed what I rated it. So nope, we have not. We have not. I would put it at like a three and a half. Okay. Okay. Like, I would watch it again. I would recommend it to anyone that likes any sort of action comedy goriness. And I would watch it again. Like, I, yeah, I'd buy it. I would buy it for like five to ten bucks.
1: Oh, you buy it in the Walmart bin for the two or $5 yes. movies or whatever.
0: Hello, Momo. So, if you all can hear my cat has come to join the party. Is he purring? He is. Um,
1: so, for me, but oh, he's so freaking cute. For me, this movie and I did not give it a one because there were redeeming qualities. There were good bits and pieces that I did appreciate. But I did give it a one point five.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so it's not something I would recommend to most people. I don't even think I would recommend it to anyone. You unless you recommended
0: it's it to me because though. I I was about
1: to say because I know you would like it. I would only I recommend it to someone you just like you. I don't
0: associate with a lot of people that would watch comedies like me.
1: My sister and my brother in law like comedies as well. They like stupid comedies like the forgetting Sarah Marshall and stuff like that and couples I retreat. They love that movie. They love that kind of stuff. I I did I did rate <laughs> rate this a burnt slash stale movie. Just because there were some stale bits, but it's mostly burnt. I would never watch this again. I don't want to watch this again. I spent an hour and thirty eight minutes I not wanting like to watch it. This is
0: just a fresh we just got this nice Bucket a popcorn for this movie it's a new idea it's fresh it's, it's got to me tini- it wasn't new
1: because i've seen nerf it's got
0: the tiniest bit of little butter drizzle not a lot though not overwhelming just a little bit just
1: enough so all that said this was definitely a win for m a loss for me i think that's that's pretty much how we feel this is i would say the pop podcast recommends this but i don't think we do because one of us absolutely does Kayla not. Kayla does not. Yeah, this is definitely watch at your own risk. Cuz I won't tell people to not watch a movie cuz like I said, I mean I recommended it to you because I knew you would love it. But you are the only person I can think of in my friend and family circle that would love this movie.
0: And see, I am not going to list any but I, can, I just know just tons of just people that would just
1: just people. You just just, just people. Just people. That's a good description for a lot of your friends.
0: You just can't. You just gotta be choosy with your words.
1: Yeah, not to offend them. They're just people. You,
0: they just, they just make decisions. These people, they do. They do be living.
1: Yeah, that's a good way. So people that be living. Those are the ones you recommend this movie to. And people that
0: be living just to watch this movie.
1: And the people that live normal lives. If you
0: can (laughs) relate to the meme of Daniel Radcliffe standing in the street in a robe with guns and and slippers. slippers, (laughs) If you can relate to that, watch it at least once. If you can't look at that meme and have some sort of vibe with that, don't waste your time.
1: That's a pretty good cutoff point. Uh, so I guess we will see you guys next week. Uh, Guns Akimbo is a mixed review. We, we have nothing further to say, really. It's just,
0: Goodbye.
1: watching it. <laughs> the E.T. at <riding> Universal. <laughs> Goodbye. I
0: don't know what you're talking about.
1: You need to get out more.
0: <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
1: I do recommend that. Pop Podcast recommends Universal Studios Orlando, not sponsored. Oh, I thought you were going
0: to say Pop Podcast recommends you get out of your house.
1: No, the outside world's pretty scary, start, but Universal's like, pretty cool. We're
0: going to start dropping like Nickelodeon and the Cartoon Network Um, to touch the grass today. <laughs> Sponsors.
1: We will see you guys next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And if you'd like, watch Guns Akimbo. We also have three episodes before this. Check them out. All of our podcast platforms are on our Anchor page, which is on our Instagram. And our Twitter. We have both of those things.
0: Because we fancy.
1: We are fancy. I'm so fancy.
0: Goodbye. <laughs> I mean